Every week we give you a prophecy update. What would be different about this week? This is number 380 in that series. One of the primary signs of the last days is the explosion of technology, and especially technologies that could create a global cashless marketplace that is accessed by personal identifiers either in us or on us. That's the future the Apostle John predicted in the first century when he described what is famously known as the mark of the beast. Several news outlets posted a story titled, Nordic Countries Lead the Way to Cashless Societies. Here's some excerpts from that article. Nordic countries are leading a shift by rich nations towards cashless societies. Helped by wide use of computers, even among the elderly, broad trust in the state and big business, that's why it's not happening here, and only small economies, people in Sweden and neighboring countries are fast embracing cards, the internet, and apps for financial transactions and forsaking notes and coins. We're headed more and more for a cashless society, said Jan de Granis, a director at Finance Norway, which represents banks and other financial institutions. It's an ongoing evolution, said Peter Fredell, CEO of Swedish Seamless, which developed the payment app Sequer that handles around three billion transactions in stores, restaurants, and e-trade annually. Here's a headline for you. How can you resist this? The rise of the Swedish cyborgs. Uh, this is from the BBC article. Darkness had fallen over Stockholm as a group of eight people entered Swahili Bob's tattoo parlor in the dark alleys of Sodermalm. This is a real article. I don't know why you're laughing. By day, they were tech entrepreneurs, students, web designers, and IT consultants. But that night, they were going to be transformed into cyborgs. It may sound like the beginning of a science fiction novel, but in fact, it's a recollection of real events by biohacker Hans Schloblad. He organized the so-called implant party, which took place in late November and was one of several he had arranged. Don't, if anybody invites you to an implant party, don't go. Uh, at it, eight volunteers were implanted with a small RFID, radio frequency ID chip, under the skin in their hand. He's starting small, aiming to get 100 volunteers signed up in the coming few months with 50 people already implanted, but his vision is much bigger. There will be 1,000, then 10,000. I'm convinced this is technology that's here to stay, and we, think it, uh, and we will think it nothing strange to have an implant in our hand. Financialpost.com posted an article titled, Banking on Biometrics, How Soon You'll Be Able to Pay With Your Finger, Access an ATM With Your Eyes. In Jordan, you can walk up to a bank teller and get your eyes scanned in lieu of using a bank card. In Japan, ATMs authenticate your identity using the vein patterns in your finger. Digital evolution is upon us and financial companies are racing to become the first in the world to integrate biometrics using human characteristics to identify customers into our everyday transactions. The Toronto-based Bionim, for example, recently announced that its heart-related technology will be the world's first biometrically authenticated wearable payment solution. Closer to home here in Omaha, Nebraska, Westside Community Schools have begun collecting student fingerprints for its school lunch program. A notable quote from that article, the students never lose their finger. Now, technology is not the mark of the beast. That's what I tell you all the time. The beast, more commonly called the Antichrist, will utilize technology already in place. He'll demand worship. Anyone who complies is said to be taking his mark. Those who refuse will be pers persecuted. 
if you read about this in the Great Tribulation, you find out that no one is fooled into taking the mark. You don't wake up the next day and say, man, I wish I hadn't done that, now I'm damned to hell. Everybody will know the decision they're making, whether to swear allegiance to him or not. Uh, the Antichrist does demand worship in the very middle of the tribulation. Now, the nice thing about all that is we won't be there, not in the middle, not at the beginning. The church won't be on the earth for any portion of the seven-year tribulation because Jesus promised to come and resurrect the dead in Christ and rapture living believers. Uh, before any of that takes place, he will deliver us out from that trouble, and it could happen imminently at any moment. And so that's why every week I ask you, same question, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.